0: Good morning, everyone. I've got a question to ask. Do you want to be an Indian?
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the American Ninja Warrior hap Podcast. We are back, and I am your host, Taryn Armstrong. With me today, of course, is Lita. How you doing, Lita?
0: I'm good. New ninja, new three-hour specials preceding it. <laughs> We're ready to go. We're back to something where we don't have to analyze everybody's strategy and how terribly they're playing. Thank God. Yes,
1: it's season 11 of American Ninja Warrior. And uh, we've got some changes this season that, uh, that we need to talk about. Uh, are you ready for these changes?
0: Oh, my God. Are twists going to ruin American Ninja Warrior? <laughs>
1: I don't know. We'll have to find
0: out. But they also they also got rid of some changes. Now women are just people again. Well, it seemed like that in the episode,
1: but I've read not the case.
0: What? Okay. We'll get into all of this. Yeah first of all um how are you we've been away from the american ninja warrior podcast for like a year
1: it's true uh i am doing well uh we just got off of a uh, big brother canada season i took a trip to toronto uh that was fun and uh yeah still just still you know training to go on american ninja warrior uh 15 uh
0: that's specific you know (laughs) (laughs) why why 15 just a reasonable goal yeah okay what are you gonna do I, I don't know. I'm going to American
1: Ninja Warrior 11. Can't do that.
0: <laughs> not with that attitude.
1: I mean, I guess so, but still.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, I'm still training to not do that, but to be the best ninja podcaster of all time. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't
1: know if you're, you can make that.
0: You're so unsupportive.
1: Well, look, in order to do that, you got to you got to get through me.
0: OK, but when you're actually on the show, you probably won't be able to also podcast about it.
1: Why not? I don't know I'm not trapped in a house
0: I you you might spoil things by accident (laughs)
1: like that time (laughs) that we went to the Vegas finals and knew the entire outcome of the whole season and I spoiled everything by accident
0: yeah you might have I don't know I haven't gone back and listened to the tapes I wouldn't notice if you spoiled it none of our listeners said anything but they just might be too polite nah
1: listeners being polite
0: Hey, our listeners are very polite. I was very excited to get at least two tweets saying that they were excited for the podcast to come back.
1: It's true. There were like two or three,
0: like at, at least two maximum
1: three, but definitely two. I mean, I'm pretty sure they were all from the same person, but
0: that, that's fine. I said tweets, not not individuals.
1: <laughs> well, uh, how, how have you been? How's been? How's been your time?
0: How's been my time? Yes. My time's been good. Um. It wouldn't be a new American Ninja Warrior season if I didn't have a different job than the last time of that I was podcasting. Um So I am now bartending full time as well as working at a distillery. Um And I am also newly 24. And Taryn did not forget. I didn't. And I'm just going to say that for the record. <laughs> he was cutting it close. It was 8.30 p.m. And I was starting to wonder.
1: gotta leave gotta leave you in suspense I know
0: I saw I saw a new message from Taryn and I thought what if this is just him asking about the podcast I should have done that I I literally said to Matt Gagan who was with me I said if Taryn was funny this message would say what time do you want to record next week (laughs) (laughs) so I would absolutely (laughs) lose my mind Uh,
1: that would have been good
0: (laughs) there's always next year yeah now I'm expecting it.
1: Yeah. We'll figure something out. But, uh, all right. So we're here. We're, it's, uh, Lita's birthday has come and gone and it's time for American Ninja Warrior season 11. And, uh, as I mentioned, there are some changes here to the season. So let's, let's talk about the changes here real quick. First of all, we have a new sideline reporter. Christine yeah. is out.
0: Yes. And, um, this woman, what is her name?
1: Zuri Hall.
0: Zuri Hall. She used to host the challenge reunions. Oh, really? hmm Yeah.
1: I just watched a challenge reunion. Um, so.
0: Yeah, that one was not hosted by Zuri. Wasn't that one hosted by Lolo Jones?
1: Lolo Jones was there. I don't know if I would say she hosted it. She maybe said a couple of things. <laughs>
0: she, was, she was present. Yeah. And then there okay, was some so, other
1: dude that was really annoying.
0: Yeah. So Zuri, Zuri Hall used to host the challenge reunion. So she's been in the, uh, I don't know. Uh, reality show making people talk game for a little bit. Man, I, I guess you know. Uh,
1: Natalie, Natalie goes over Ninja <laughs> Natalie to the challenge, and now now we're getting hosts from the
0: challenge. Yeah, they it's, made a, a trade. challenge crossover. Do you know is Ninja Natalie competing on the season, or is she a full time challenger now?
1: I'm sure she's competing still. I don't think that MTV precludes you from competing in Ninja Warrior. She was on this in the sidelines in LA.
0: Oh, nice. I didn't see her because usually she competes in LA. I think that's just why I was asking. Um, Maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Anyway, new sideline reporter. I don't miss Christine. Yeah, Uh,
1: I thought she was fun. I I, I like I like Zuri so far. Um, You know, there's not like there's a lot that you can do as a sideline reporter to stand out, but uh, I I thought she was fine.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that there's not much you can do for us to make you to make us say like, oh, my God, wow, she's so good at this. But there's a lot you can do to make us complain about you. Yes. And I have I have no complaints.
1: Yes, I agree. I agree. Uh, and really, like, uh, I think we've spent more time talking about Zuri than than they did already. Oh, they, definitely. Like, hey, we've got a new uh, a reporter. Zuri Hall. Hi, here Zuri. Hey, yeah. we've got a course here.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I also still want this job. So I'm always going to be a little bitter. Yeah. I've done absolutely nothing to like make this happen in my life, but I just want them to listen to the podcast and say, Hey, she should be on the show. Yeah.
1: I mean, why won't they just reach out and offer you the job? I don't understand.
0: I don't know. I would be really good at this. I'm very good at saying, Hey, you fell. What happened? Yeah. It seems like you're about to cry.
1: How, (laughs) how does that make you feel? (laughs) What kind of tears are these? Hmm. Uh, so we've got Zuri as the new sideline reporter. We also have uh, a, a change to the qualifier uh, formats here that uh, the two fastest finishers of the night are going to end up competing on the power tower.
0: Uh, don't Brandon Mears and Dan Polizzi have some trademark issues with this? That's
1: exactly what I said.
0: How <laughs> much did they have
1: to pay the towers of power? <laughs>
0: maybe they were this. Maybe they were originally called the towers of power and they said no 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 that's copyright infringement you have to call it the power tower also how much are the
1: towers of power hoping that the two of them will be the two fastest times so that they can both compete the towers of power compete on the power tower for the thing <laughs>
0: For the thing, um, the skip yeah. Well, or whatever. I think this could end up being the downfall of the Towers of Power's entire season because they're going to be so hyped to compete on the Power Tower that they're going to go too fast.
1: Yeah, and they've also—I don't think they've ever both completed. <laughs> it's always one or the other.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I. What do you think of this? I don't mind it.
1: Okay, so what happens is, two fastest times they compete on the Power Tower. It's a forty-foot thing where they race up these big steps and then it, they they go across like a pole and then uh, slide down run across a little balance beamy thing climb back up and then swing across uh to the buzzer and uh and that's the whole thing they're competing side by side ninja versus ninja style and uh the person that ends up completing this the faster the fastest that rings in first in the with the buzzer is going to get i think they called it a skip pass yeah.
0: It's, it's like a fast forward, but they can't call it that.
1: Right. So basically, what this allows them to do is advance immediately, you know, go, go right past, uh, you know, go or whatever. Uh, it's, what's, what's the thing in Monopoly?
0: I mean, yeah, you, you go directly to jail, do not pass go, do not collect $200. But yes. I think this is the they opposite. They go
1: directly to jail, aka <laughs> Vegas. No, I'm sorry, I'm-
0: yeah aka vegas
1: my first thought hearing this was oh that's kind of cool wait a minute wait a minute that means what they're not competing in city finals that's super lame i want to see them that's all the best ninjas are going to get this skip pass and then we won't see them in city finals they'll just go straight to to vegas that's that's not what i want to see i want to see more of the best athletes
0: Um, But okay
1: before you respond to that, because okay. it's not true.
0: Oh, OK. That's, I'm still under that impression. So,
1: OK. Uh, that is actually not the case. They can, if they choose to, still compete in the city finals. Uh, but it doesn't matter what what ends up happening in the city finals. They still will get to go to Vegas. And very importantly, there's a, a huge incentive to compete in the city finals because there is an, a, an additional twist in the city finals with the power tower. This is a power, power tower 2.0 in the city finals. Um, How so having I literally all of this, they didn't, they didn't explain this in the episode. This oh, is all okay. from the, uh, the uh, wonderful Nikki Lee on uh, American Ninja Warrior Nation.
0: Okay, um, thank God. I was like, was I asleep? Out of this?
1: <laughs> so uh what happens is if you have the skip pass then you can just go for broke in city finals and it doesn't matter and you can try to go for the best time and hope that you can then compete in the city finals power tower which is a diff- slightly different power tower it's you know, a different format or not different format it's a different uh slightly different obstacle kind of setup um, but it's still a big tower uh and the two fastest times in the city finals will compete for a safety pass what happens if you win the safety pass? Is that in Vegas in stage one or stage two? You get a do-over. Ooh. Yes.
0: Okay. So I don't mind this at all. Um, I
1: I was conflicted at first. <laughs> I wasn't sure because you know part of what makes Ninja Warrior so so great, I think, is is just like how suddenly it can all crumble.
0: Yes. However, this pass is incredibly difficult to get, yes. right? Like, it's really earned. It's not finding a hidden immunity idol. It's <laughs> being the fastest twice mm-hmm. and choosing to go for it in the city finals. Like, it's there's a lot that has to be earned, and it there's, like, no luck involved. So I feel like if anybody deserves a do-over, it's the person who can be the fastest in the top two fastest and then beat the other person twice. Yes. Uh,
1: and and that's kind of what I came to is like I have been like my major complaints about American Ninja Warrior have always been that uh, the qualifying episodes, it's like a lot of build up. They're two hours always. There's not a lot of point to them other than just mm-hmm. like s- getting to see the athletes. And then we finally get to Vegas and it's just, it seems it's end so quickly. Uh, whereas like the show that I grew up watching and loving the uh, Sasuke from Japan, they do that two times a year yeah. at Mount Midoriyama. Uh, and so it's, oh, it's more okay when somebody fails in the first obstacle when Joe Moravsky <laughs> fails at the double dipper, uh, it's like, that's eh, all right. Six months later, we'll get to see him again. Right. Uh not the case with American Ninja It's like he just went through all of that uh, early stuff and then just, oh, just like that, we're out and we barely get to see stage three. And it was kind of a disappointing final last year. I think that's something yeah. that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, so introducing this safety pass, I do. I, th- I kind of like it. I think it adds... A lot to the qualifying rounds where we now get the, the skip pass and the safety pass and the power tower and races that are exciting. And there's more strategy involved in going for the fastest time or going for money, which we'll talk about in just a second. Um, there's more to it. There's more to like be invested and to care about with these qualifying rounds that I, that I enjoy. And then also when we get to Vegas, if something crazy happens, you know, uh, uh, Joe Morowski fails at the double dipper or, um, you know, uh, the real life ninja ends up screwing up at the the uh, what are they called? The wing nuts. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, even because like, he overshot them right. um, like we get to see another go at that. And, and I like that. I do like that. Um, I do think that, you know, there might be a little bit of an asterisk if somebody ends up winning. Having a Mm do-over. But whatever.
0: That's yeah, fun. I mean, yes, and that is exactly the thing. American Ninja Warrior is the kind of show that you can say, but whatever. Like, yeah. I don't think with a twist like this, we are not going to be at the finale saying, the integrity of American Ninja Warrior, <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe it. Like, nobody is going to win the show that doesn't deserve to, even if they get a second chance on stage one or whatever. Like, if you can finish stage three and, like, can still do all of this, like, we're not going to be mad at you winning American enjoyer, especially because it's not like you're winning over somebody else, right? Like, two people chances are are not going to finish again like we saw in season 7 like we want to see a winner it's exciting to see a winner and we haven't had one in a while so i feel like, and we've only had one ever two ever um but i feel like this is not going to make us mad especially now that even if two people do finish right they're both going to get the million is that what was decided after the britain caldera thing or is I that be- not official i believe
1: so yes i believe yeah. i mean right. the last i heard at
0: least right so how could we possibly be mad if somebody wins with a do-over, you know? Exactly. Like, th- I
1: think I think that's important to note. Like, this is not. One of the reasons I don't like twists on shows like Big Brother or Survivor is because they mess with the game and they make it less exciting to watch. Right. And it screws over other people that are directly competing yes. with those totally people that yeah. are playing the game. Uh, that's not the case with American Ninja Warrior. They're not competing against each other. Right. Uh, except for these passes themselves in the power tower. Right. Um, but, uh, but apart from that, like, it doesn't hurt anybody else. For somebody mm-hmm. to get to go twice. Um, yeah. It, it, it only just allows people to go further, you know, individuals to go further after having earned that privilege. And I don't think it makes things less exciting. I think it makes things more exciting. And importantly, again, it's only for stage one and two, where yes. often if you are capable of making it through, the only reason you would fail is because of a slight misstep mm-hmm. screw up. Uh, so. You know, I feel like the only people that are really going to benefit from this a lot are the people that, you know, like a Joe Moravsky that screws up just oh, just like just like that. It's all over. No, no, no. He gets to go again because he's capable of it. Uh, the people who aren't capable of completing these stages, they're going to fail and then they're going to fail again. And that's fine.
0: Yeah. Completely. The The only way that this gets into dangerous territory is if they do the same thing next year, but America gets to vote or something, you yeah. know, like that, which they can't do because it's all filmed too far in advance. You yeah. know, like one thing that I love, we all know that I love um, talent competitions, like reality competitions. I love. So you think dance dances with the stars, American Idol, all that. Um, and one of the reasons that I love it is because it's pure talent. And you can't really have like a wrong winner. Like, yeah, America votes wrong, but that's the premise of the game. There's no way to mess it up with a twist because it's just a talent contest or it's just a popularity contest. And that's all there is. And so American Ninja is like that, where it is such pure talent that even introducing twists like that, you can't see somebody win and say that person didn't deserve to.
1: Yes. So I'm i I I'm I'm liking this. Yeah, I'm I'm optimistic about this season, and and honestly, I am a lot more excited about watching the qualifying rounds mm-hmm. than before. Uh, I'm I feel more invested. I feel more like before watching qualifying rounds was just like, uh, well, I hope something doesn't go wrong. Yeah, exactly. But now it's like, oh, you know, who's going to get the pass? And then also another new added part of this: uh, the mega wall is back. The mega wall is back, uh, with some slight changes. So it's it's still the same height, but uh, but now how the mega wall works, how how it worked last season is you could attempt the mega wall once, and if you failed, then you'd have one shot to get up the regular wall. Mm-hmm. Now you have to make a decision. You either go with the mega wall or you go with the regular Warped Wall, and you're stuck with whatever wall you choose. Right. Um, if you go with the Mega Wall, you have three shots to get up it. If you get up on your first try, you get $10,000. You get up on your second try, you get $5,000. If you get up on your third try, you get $2,500. If you don't get up all three tries, you don't complete the course. That's yeah. it.
0: Yeah, and the other part of this is that by even attempting the Mega Wall... Pretty much you're giving up your chance to do the, uh, the tower thing. Unless you go right? on your first try. Yeah. But it's just so much less likely. And I think it's tough because then there's a huge advantage to going at the end, right? Cause you oh, yeah. are going to know if you're going to be in those top two spots to compete for the, for the power thing. So at that point. If you're going to be in the top two spots, you should just go for the regular wall because that pass is going to be more valuable than the $10,000, presumably, mm. to most of these ninjas. Um, so there is an advantage to going at the end, um, which is what I don't really like about it. But other than that, I'm fine with this. This is not going to radically change the outcome of anybody's game. Because if you're making it to the to the warped wall and choosing to go for it, presumably you've already qualified
1: yes most of the time i I would i would imagine so um and and i feel like this the easy fix for advantage being i mean going last is always an advantage because you get to see a bunch of other people go on the course anyway but uh i feel like just don't tell them the time that other people had yes right yeah uh i feel like that's an easy solution but uh i don't know if that's the case i saw a timer a clock on the course a couple Mm -hmm. of times um and i was very confused by it we'll talk about <laughs> it later but it had a time in green at the top that was running right and then it had a time in red below it like that was the next fastest time currently right. um but the timer that was running did not match the timer on the screen <laughs> that they were showing us of oh, like this is yeah. how fast they're going right now right. Um, which you know okay they do that sometimes but also the time that they were showing as like you know, it was like 203 or something I don't I didn't see anybody complete the course in that amount of time. Right. Like what was that number? I don't know. I don't know what this was.
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: Um yeah, and, and I don't think I don't see I don't think anybody completed the course in that amount of time. So I don't know what that time was. I don't know what any of those timers were, but what are you gonna do?
0: Yeah. Oh well. Um should we get into the to the runs?
1: All right, let's do it. Let's get in here. Uh so we have a, a course here. We have uh the shrinking steps. Are the new first obstacle Um, these are kind of similar to what we saw in the uh, skill challenge should we talk about the skill the the all-star skill challenge
0: we can I uh, finally finished it this morning after falling asleep twice during it so that is my (laughs) official review I don't think it's necessarily the fault of the show I just think like three hours is so long for anything
1: Yeah, I I liked the um, the the team challenge, Mm -hmm. uh, even though the, you know, uh, watching watching stage three was very fun, Um, uh, especially the women and the 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 final part. Uh, Definitely. uh, (laughs) It was uh, pretty, pretty intense. Um, I I found the
0: diving contest so stupid. I couldn't I would I could not care less about that. Yeah, um, I
1: thought that Sean Bryan was great.
0: Yeah, he has a personality. Who knew? I, I,
1: I mean, the impressions were fine. Uh, but I thought like his first first one where he mm-hmm. went on his legs. Yeah, that was easily the best one of of any of them. Oh, uh, definitely. And like, I thought the scoring system was not because it doesn't matter. There's no stakes. They were just like, uh, oh, yeah, this gets a 10. And
0: yeah, it it doesn't matter. It was so stupid. It was like something that was like hard for me to even like pay attention to. Um, but yeah, I liked the team stuff. I liked um the the like side-by-side stuff. The agility one was fun. Um, and I liked seeing women do cool things, like like you said, Megan Martin and Flex LeBrec on the third leg of stage three. And then also Barclay Stockett beating out some guys on the salmon ladder.
1: Yes. Uh that was pretty cool. Um yeah, I that was I mean, I, I I think the agility one was probably the best one. The I don't even know why why they bothered with the wing nuts again, to be honest. Like yeah. as soon as Drew Dreschel's not doing it, it's just like,
0: okay. Yeah. Uh but Najee has become the legend of second place. Yes. He's, he's Ho. <laughs> Wait, who actually won that? All I paid attention to is that Najee uh, Adam in second. Rail. Oh, Adam Rail. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Yeah. Um so yeah that that happened, and then, I don't know, was there another one?
0: Mm, there was like, yeah, there was oh, a the and the, yeah, the doorknob thing was also not that exciting. that was
1: weird with uh Jeff competing against
0: uh... <laughs> Jeff he's just like, mm, I'm good. Yeah. Like what they should have done was not even shown him and just been like our medics have said that he can't compete because it was so lame to watch Jeff Britton be like yeah my shoulder or whatever my forearm kind of hurts and this is not worth it yeah so I'm I'm just gonna say what this it's this like we all know that this is stupid but when the ninjas are just like yeah this doesn't matter like it's it's hard to stay engaged
1: yeah um yeah so that was fine it was fun watching Joe beat uh, beat people in the agility one
0: yeah. Yeah, I, I just don't... I think that these need to be just the uh, team thing and then maybe a couple of the skills things. Yeah. I, uh, I do not need the the weird diving contest. I don't need the doorknob race. Well, what I found was on my
1: uh, DVR remote thing that the skip forward uh, feature is almost always like perfectly timed to just skip the packages.
0: <laughs> wow!
1: So pretty much every time I just like skip forward and then boom they're about to start their thing
0: we saw Jack Murray eat that corn dog three times in the skills competition I wouldn't know it was perfect I, re- I actually really
1: enjoyed the experience getting to just like <laughs> skip ahead of, the, of those things
0: yeah packages are so stupid when we already know who all these people are and yeah. there's no new developments just like uh, yep crazy craver he's still a weirdo like nothing is new mm-hmm. if, if there's anything new going on in their lives they're not going to show the package in the skills cop they're going to show it in the actual show
1: yes Uh, all right. So anyway, back to, uh, the LA qualifying, we have a new course here first with the shrinking steps. And what I was saying was this was similar to, in my opinion, the, um, the agility obstacle that we saw, uh, where there it's basically like little knobs that get smaller as you go. Um, I don't Only a couple people failed here that I saw. Um, a lot of them were
0: montaged.
1: Yeah, it doesn't seem super difficult. Uh, then we get to walk the plank, which apparently took out nearly half the field. Uh, this is an obstacle where you have to. There's a big like board or plank um, that. Some might say. <laughs> yes. Uh, that as you as you walk, it's like a seesaw. As you as you walk up it, the other side is going to fall, and so you need to go up to the other side of it that's angled upward as quickly as you can, so that you have enough, uh, you know, so that you're close enough to the bar to jump off, grab the bar, uh, and then uh, slide down the bar thing. Uh, it's like a half double dipper, like a regular dipper.
0: <laughs> yeah, a single dipper. Yeah. <laughs> um, do we have any pirate ninjas? Probably. Yeah, probably. Well, anyway, none of them competed on walk the plank, but Akbar would have had a field day with that.
1: Yeah. Then we have spring forward, which is uh, basically like it's three bars that you swing across, but uh, but they are spring loaded. Uh, they they dip and they bounce as you go on them. So the the optimal strategy here was to go on the inside as much as possible so that you weren't bouncing around as much. Uh, But it really messes with your uh, lacheing.
0: Much how actually springing forward messes with your sleep schedule as you famously hate daylight savings. Mm, Yeah. Then we had the diamond dash,
1: which is just your typical agility obstacle here. Uh, You just run across a bunch of unstable things. Great diamond shaped mm-hmm. then the spin hopper which we've seen before you uh just you know hop up uh these different uh little bars that uh spin and then you go across and then you hop down and then you have the mega wall and the warped wall of course
0: yeah what do you think was any fine. major obstacle issues
1: no I, I was fine
0: yeah me too i i like um i like the new first one i yeah. think it's the right level of difficulty. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I, I never like it uh, when, like, th- what I like about the first obstacle, as opposed to some of the other ones, is that in other obstacles, you'd often see people, like, jump, like, one at a time. Right. Like, jump, and then jump, mm-hmm. and then jump, and it's like, that's lame. I just want to see them go across it. Right. Yeah. Um, and then this one kind of ensures that you do that, because it wouldn't really make sense to go one at a time. Right. They're too small. Uh, so, Yeah. It's so, uh, fine. I, I, I said here, I, I expected a lot of people to finish the mega wall uh, even before I knew that that you'd have three chances at it. I just because last year it was a new thing. And people mm-hmm. had not been able to practice on these big walls, but it's been an entire year. You know, you get $10,000 if you complete this thing. I expected a lot of people to have been practicing a lot on the mega wall or on similar mega walls. And uh, and that, the, that there would be a lot of mega wall finishes, but uh wasn't really the case.
0: I wonder if people took it for granted. Yeah. If like a Flip Rodriguez is like, no, nah, I can do that. So I'm not going to train on it.
1: I feel like he has done it before in an all-star yeah. skills challenge.
0: I have no doubt that he can do it. I just feel like maybe it wasn't his focus in training yeah. and that's what happened or it
1: was literally just his shoes. I don't know. I mean, you know, let's be somewhere realistic here. Most of the fields, not really in the mix to like finish the whole thing. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, to win the million dollars. Right. Uh, if I am that field, I'm looking at like an easy 10K. I'm yeah. like, I'm practicing that mega wall.
0: Yeah, that's true. But, you know, you have to think about access. Not all these people necessarily live near somewhere where they can reasonably practice that.
1: Yeah. Especially a lot
0: of the rookies. Like, you know, some of them do live in Wyoming, probably.
1: Why can't they just be like the Eskimo Ninja and just build their own things in the wilderness?
0: Uh, Because probably if they need that $10,000, they don't have the time, (laughs) resources, or energy. (laughs) All right. So we start with Kevin Fish, 25 year
1: old U.S. Marine. He's uh, the fittest marine on the planet," says Matt. He won the something championship.
0: Yeah, damning indictment of the marines, <laughs> based on this run. Uh,
1: really, he smacks the back of his head on uh, walk the plank on the dismount. He just like,
0: Phew! yeah, I felt bad for laughing.
1: <laughs> Did you? I
0: like. I like when people hit their heads on stuff. Uh,
1: he also slips up on the diamond dash. Uh, all he almost flips forward. He like lands on his face and almost goes. Like, tumbles forward, but instead uh, goes back into the water.
0: Yeah. Great name, though, Kevin Fish.
1: Next up was Aubrey Wilcher, the 30-year-old yoga teacher who can crush a tomato in her shoulder blades.
0: Yeah, she also says that she's always been stretchy, which is a phrase that I've never heard before. Usually people who are very flexible describe themselves as bendy. Mm. Stretchy to me means, like, you can, like, Stretch your limbs like, um, like
1: Stretch Armstrong.
0: Uh, is that your cousin?
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know who
0: that is. Um, it's,
1: it's like an old, it's like an old school uh, character slash doll. I was gonna figure. say,
0: I was gonna say, Elastigirl.
1: Yes. You should so, look. Up, you should look up Stretch Armstrong.
0: Okay. Does he look like you? No. Oh. Okay. Does um, it come to the Armstrong family dinners with Neil and Lance? Oh God. I don't like this man I find I find this upset he kind of looks like you you have the same hair
1: uh, when I was in cross country uh, my cross country coach used to call me stretch
0: yeah this is I really don't like anything about the way that this person looks why doesn't why aren't his eyebrows and hair even remotely the same color <laughs> is the implication that he dyes his hair
1: it's, he's been stretched too much it's messed with the pigment pigments
0: I guess. Oh, my. Um, Yeah, no, not not about this at all. Um, Why did we start talking about this?
1: Because she's stretchy.
0: Oh, because she's stretchy. Yeah, that's not a word that people use to describe themselves. Well,
1: Akbar says she's a human pretzel. And think about it when, you know, you're doing like pretzel dough. Dough is stretchy. Mm -hmm.
0: I I am not (laughs) disagreeing with that. What I'm saying is that her body is not actually stretchy. I don't think you don't know that. I I don't think you've ever tried to stretch her body. You don't know what I've been doing with Aubrey. Is that her name? Yes. I fully just, if I miss somebody's name, I have stopped going back to write it down, because I know that you'll write it down. Yeah. So if I mess up everybody's names, that's why. She has 300,000 followers on Instagram. Oh, I'm not one of them.
1: No, me neither. She hesitated on Walk the Plank, and uh, you can't hesitate on Walk the Plank
0: yeah flexibility really doesn't do too much for you in ninja it helps especially if you're small um but it's really not gonna be a talent that's gonna propel you to the end
1: i mean it can if you're jamie ron on stage three in the all-star thing
0: yeah like i said crazy can't can't hurt (laughs) but it's not gonna be your secret weapon i
1: still don't know how he bent his leg that way on the peg thing
0: (laughs) yeah well jamie ron he listen taryn he can do a leg without a shoe he's a super superhero do anything. Yeah, like Stretch Armstrong.
1: Exactly. Uh, Then we had Ben Udy, the 30-year-old researcher who calls himself Chad Flexington.
0: (sighs) Okay. Um, We already have
1: exactly what I wrote. What? (laughs) Literally, my next bullet point is okay.
0: (laughs) Um, I loved the introduction to him. Uh, Matt says this is technically Ben Udy, which is how I want to introduce myself. In all scenarios. Yeah, I'm technically Lita Brillman. Um he has, he has this alter ego, but we already have a ninja who has claimed Flex as her word.
1: <laughs> but not Flexington.
0: I guess. And that's it the just, first
1: name. Flex LeBrec, Chad Flexington.
0: Is he from Lexington? Is I that- f-
1: I think that maybe in the uh in the Ninja Warrior meta, he is like uh, her father, her estranged father.
0: <laughs> is that head is that your headcanon? Yeah you can enjoy your fan fiction exactly where is he from Uh, i don't know i think it would be good if he was from lexington massachusetts i guess so lexington and concord
1: yeah i will say i was surprised by chad flexington do we have to call him that (laughs) i like how Matt and that part went through the same discussion
0: (laughs) i didn't hear that Uh Uh,
1: He seemed to know what he was doing. He was actually pretty good. Uh, He just accidentally spun the final bar on the spin hopper with his legs. And while he was trying to reset it, he ran out of grip strength. But up until that point, his form was pretty good. He seemed to really know what he was doing. Uh, And he is, I believe, going to uh, qualify for the city finals. So we will see Chad Flexington again.
0: Yeah, he was also wearing a totally Lita neutral outfit because he has America stuff on, which is uh, not good. But he also has a great mustache. So those two cancel out.
1: There you go. Um, then we get uh, a montage. And w- the montages were a little strange in this episode. Because uh, they they did them in a lot of different ways.
0: Yeah. You mean like.
1: It wasn't always just, well, we were gone. We saw right. these three people. Mm-hmm. Um, which they've been experimenting with over the last few seasons. But I feel like this this season, it was particularly weird.
0: Yeah. A uh, couple things about this montage. We have our first Shanana. Did you catch that? Yes. Okay.
1: Do one. First...
0: Great. Um, also the guy from Crash the Course got on. So your turn, Taryn.
1: That's why that's fifteen.
0: All of these people who cover American Ninja Warrior are getting on. Come on. <sighs> I'm getting there. Okay. I'm just saying, step up your training. <sighs>
1: uh greg freeman was a janitor who couldn't muscle his way past walk the plank Lea that has D- nothing to do with being a janitor <laughs> doing was an ultimate frisbee champion who flipped on the second obstacle sha nah. Okay. i'm so glad
0: that we can reset our
1: yeah one i see believe it's it's gonna get it's gonna get complicated real quick let me tell you <laughs> oh
0: no hopefully not in this episode in this episode oh no i missed it now i can't argue i missed it i tried to count over sha <laughs>
1: um then we get seth rogers the 19 year old college student they call him big
0: red it feels extremely forced too. Yeah. like kevin bull is in the confessional being like the thing about big red is that he's a good ninja
1: i was very pleased with scott wilson later on uh for making fun of all of the dumb nicknames
0: oh 100 percent. yes
1: uh big red has been training since he was 14 And he's going to get some testimonials from Kevin Bull and Flip Rodriguez.
0: Yeah, big, big things for a rookie. Um, He also, they call him Mr. Rogers, and this is his neighborhood. It's like, do they? You call him Mr. Rogers because this is his neighborhood. (laughs) Yeah. I don't
1: think the Mr. Rogers is like, you can't can't invite people up with Mr. Rogers.
0: I mean, if you're from Pittsburgh, you do. (laughs) I mean. You really like this is his neighborhood. That's right, Mr. Stephen
1: Rogers.
0: <laughs> Beast mode Mr. Rogers.
1: <laughs> Remember that time he was in the military? What? But not really? No. That's it's there's a rumor there's a fake rumor that Mr. Rogers was actually in the military, which is totally fake.
0: Yeah, no, he definitely wasn't. But boy, did he rock those cardigans.
1: Yeah. Uh, So Seth Rogers, he's six foot three. uh, But Akbar says he could pass for 14, Matt.
0: Yeah. I mean, anybody more than like three years younger than me, I'm like, is that person 12?
1: Yeah. Uh, He basically just stepped off of walk the plank, which we saw a lot of the taller athletes uh, basically able to do. Walk the plank seemed to be a lot easier for the taller athletes.
0: Is he our first male star pole vaulter?
1: I don't know. Probably not. I mean... It is weird. You know what? There weren't any male pole vaulters in my high school. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm just thinking it might be a female-dominated sport. I don't know, because I've never actually met a pole vaulter.
1: There are only like three girls that did it, but none of them
0: were boys. Were male
1: girls. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, that's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, great observation by Darren Armstrong.
1: You know, I some people call me Sherlock Holmes because I'm so observant.
0: Yeah, clearly. And this clearly. is my neighborhood. I, what? <laughs> I don't think Sherlock Holmes' neighborhood is a thing.
1: That's what you think.
0: Maybe in London. Exactly. Okay.
1: He, uh, he kind of slips out of nowhere on the spin hopper and down goes Big Red.
0: Does he qualify?
1: Yes. Great uh anybody that made it past uh let's see uh anyone that made it past the uh walk the plank oh okay or no sorry uh not just passing walk the plank but uh if you made it to spring forward you had a chance if you made it there fast enough anyone that completed spring forward completed uh, qualified got it um so then uh we get david alvarez 25 years old personal trainer uh Looking for his sister, who was placed in foster care. I gotta say, I saw, like, they were, like, coming up soon. This guy's looking for his sister. And I was like, oh, my God. Here we go.
0: (laughs) That's just a cruel reaction.
1: (laughs) Just with the the, the sob stories in the backgrounds. (laughs) Uh, It was was actually a pretty good one.
0: Yeah, it was also less upsetting than I thought it would be. I thought that it was going to be, like, his sister was kidnapped. Yeah. Or something.
1: Well, that would be very sad.
0: Yeah, it would be. And I'm also like nervous about how this is gonna go, because if he can't get in touch with her, like who knows if she's still alive? You know? Not to get super dark.
1: <laughs> well, I mean she's just placed in foster care, so like
0: Yeah. Like many, many years ago, I'm just saying. Yeah. I I hope that nobody comes out of the woodwork claiming that it's her. If yeah. This guy gets mega famous off of American Ninja Warrior. You know, that thing that happens. Uh, well, it was it was actually I thought I thought it was a good package. Um, and there
1: weren't too many of these things throughout the episode. And I actually really enjoyed that. I felt like the packages seemed light enough that I was I was pretty OK with them.
0: Yeah. Was this the only big sob story we got? Uh, oh, no, 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 no. We got we got that girl. who um, yeah. I don't know. Has a dad or something.
1: Yes. Um, and then uh, there were a couple more, but, uh, but they were all pretty OK. Yeah. Um, Also, uh, this is when I noted that they're really being liberal with, uh, with the music in this episode. What do you mean? Lots of different songs playing in this episode. Like, there were like two or three different ones in like the opening five minutes alone. Yeah. And then, uh, and then they started playing like, Licensed music. Yes, for I the packages. Late,
0: later, um, somebody got Firework by Katy yeah. Perry. I was like, Has it been long enough that the song is cheap now? And so they and this
1: was good music. Uh, they played music during his package, and then uh, and then you know spoilers to just jumping ahead here. Uh, when he completes the course, they bring back the music. What song is it? I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> um but like they they bring it back as he's celebrating like um
0: they're like we paid for the song we're gonna use it basically but man they
1: paid for a lot of songs
0: yeah (laughs)
1: um but uh he had a one-handed save on spring forward which is pretty great uh it seemed like he was struggling on spin hopper but he managed to find his groove made his way through and uh just by the tip of his fingertips grabs the top of the warped wall and completes the course uh they bring back the music he cries uh and i wish uh, wilissa wilissa i believe was the name of the sister yeah. um and so hopefully if uh if she wants to be found she'll be found
0: yes i hope so too um no he's very talented this was very nice unfortunately i was distracted by how lame his instagram handle is it's the like
1: Mr. Successful or something. <laughs> Mr.
0: Successful, but the L is a one. Yeah, he also had that
1: tattooed on his chest. I believe he did. Yeah, like successful.
0: Oh, well, maybe he's just a big fan of the Ariana Grande song.
1: Maybe does that spelled with a one as well? Uh, no, it's not. Yeah. Then we have another montage starting with Kareem Rush, who's a basketball player. He dunked on the dismount of Walk the Plank. We had Emmy Rose, who was the first woman to get past. Walk the plank. Uh, she was a deputy sheriff, deputy sheriff, who was taken down by the springboard, and then Noah Garfield. Uh, and we said aloha. It were no, it was aloha for him on the spin hopper.
0: Was he Hawaiian or something? Yes. But then wasn't there a different professional hula dancer? Yes. Wow, Island Ninja has sucked up all of the Hawaii time. <laughs>
1: Next up was Flip Rodriguez, the 29-year-old stuntman. This is his ninth time competing. He's been in Vegas seven times. No package. And uh, we had to look at a little sidebar of stats for him. This is where we get the nine times competing, seven times in Vegas. Uh, so that's what we got for Flip. Uh, they said he's uh, he was a stuntman in Bumblebee, if you watched that, that movie. Um, the new newest Transformers movie.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I'm curious. I, I watched that movie. I don't know who he was the stuntman for. Probably the, the robots. Love interest.
0: Wait, the main character is a girl? Yes. That's cool, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything about Transformers. It was actually,
1: but- like, people were like, hey, that's, this was actually uh, kind of a, a good movie, considering
0: <laughs> the material.
1: bad Transformers movies have been.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's probably the love interest. Seems a bit younger than Flip, but that's fine.
0: Yeah. Flip looks older now. I think it's the ponytail, which I hate very much. They said he had this uh, hair for a movie role. Oh, OK. Well, now I hate it less because it's a professional <laughs> obligation and not a personal choice.
1: So there you go. Um, so this is when I was very confused about the timer for the course. If you watch at the end of Flip's run, uh, there's a shot from behind and to the left of the warped wall. That's when they they have the timers up there. Uh, the time in red was 203 again nobody completed the course in two minutes and three seconds so i don't know where that came from uh and then time above that which is currently running and you can see this a few times throughout the episode it's sometimes very close to what they show on the screen in this case it was a full 13 seconds behind what was shown on the screen uh the, the screen had like 210 and the timer on in, in the actual course was like 157 um so oh, i have no idea what any <laughs> of this means but uh i don't know if there was a timer timer.
0: there yeah we may never know uh so he
1: stumbles on the mega wall has two more attempts uh but he fails all three times and he's going to fail the qualifying course
0: yeah super surprising but i mean we have the knowledge that he easily could have finished the qualifying course
1: yes uh next up we have another montage starting with Derek miyamoto who couldn't handle spring forward Thomas Coffrin, who bou- got bounced by Springford, Ford. Anna Shoemaker, who did not get past Walk the Plank. And Jesse Orenshine, who also went out on Walk the Plank. It seems like a lot of women in particular had trouble with Walk the Plank. Again, I think this is kind of a height thing yeah. um, there. I feel like the taller people have a big advantage in that one. Um, Which was
0: the Jewish guy? Uh,
1: it might have been Jesse Yeah,
0: because Matt, Matt says mazel tough and then when he falls he said that was not kosher (laughs) which if matt wasn't jewish i would find slightly offensive (laughs) we had another montage uh
1: starting with milton uh Nkonku, something along those lines uh who went out on the shrinking steps uh tyler fiddler who had a fired up grandma who came up short on spring forward and Tiana Weberly, yeah. who went out on walk the plank. Uh, now important to note here, they did not mention the women rule in this episode. And right. my initial thought was, Oh, they're not doing the women rule anymore. Mm-hmm. Then I looked it up and I read on a W nation that they are still doing the women rule. And, uh, with that in mind. Tiana Weberly was in the top five women at number
0: five. Like, I I I don't necessarily have a huge problem with this rule. We've gone over it. I'm fine with it, whatever. Um, but when somebody who does that poorly qualifies, it just feels like,
1: I don't know, it always feels a little patronizing. In fact, both Anna Shoemaker and Tiana Weberley, uh were four and five here.
0: Yeah, like I can't be mad at seeing like more women on the show, but it's also like kind of condescending.
1: Yes, so. because we
0: know that women are perfectly capable of doing this.
1: Yeah. Um, so I, you know, it certainly seems like the, that we will be seeing Tiana, uh, Sweet Tea, and uh, and Anna in in the uh, the city finals. But who knows? They got both. They both got montage. Yeah. Um, Then we had Samantha Bush, 27-year-old occupational therapist. Her dad passed away when she was 14, and her mom picked up the slack. Showed her work ethic.
0: Yeah, apparently she made the city finals last year, and I have no idea who this is. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what they said. Wow. But I guess she got double montage (laughs) last year. Through
1: the women rule or, like, legitimately?
0: They they did not say, Samantha Bush qualified for city finals through the women rule last year.
1: If, you know, I i mean, I probably would have written her name down. I would have written her name down anyway. Hold on, let me see. <laughs> Samantha Bush. Episode 2, LA Jurassic World qualifying. Well, uh, Samantha Bush through the women role. She was number 5. Great. Congrats to Samantha Bush. And Anna Shoemaker, number 4, twice in a row. Wow. Tiana Weberly was number 1 on the women last year.
0: Yes, I remember her doing well. Yeah.
1: Uh, so, there you yeah, um, let's see. Next up. Was, or no, sorry. We need to talk about <laughs> Samantha Bush. Uh, she, she was the first woman to make it through spring forward. Uh, then she fell across the diamond dash, but managed to get through. Spent a lot of time on Spin Hopper. Uh, I was like, there's no way <laughs> there's no way she's going to make it through here. Right. She was going so slowly. Uh, and Akbar was <laughs> when she but she made it to the top. And then she's at the top of it. She has to now go across the the bar to get to this the, the going down part. And Akbar says she's gonna have to hop. She can't reach out. She's only five five. And then immediately when he finishes do, doing saying that, she reaches out.
0: <laughs> yeah, Akbar is also like, where did she get this grip strength from? It's like she just said she climbs every single day.
1: Yeah, that's where Akbar was. He was like, I'm about to jump off
0: this booth. <laughs>
1: He was he's very excited.
0: Up. Yeah, he's lit.
1: Um, but then she falls right at the end of spin hopper. It just I think it just took too long. Like, mm-hmm. you, it doesn't matter how good your grip strength is. Like, uh, you can't keep holding on for that Still long. Still
0: Super impressive, though.
1: Yes. Very, very impressive. Um, definitely somebody to watch out for in the city finals. Then we have the Godfather, David Campbell. 41 years old. The oldest competitor of the night at yeah. 41 years old. Uh, now listed as an audio engineer. So uh, maybe we should hire David Campbell to edit our <laughs> podcast.
0: Yeah. If if only we had someone else to edit it. Oh, well. Um, what was his job before?
1: I like uh, various things. Like, I think... I don't know, wasn't he like a pizza delivery man at one point?
0: He's the Debbie Wenner of American Ninja Warrior. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm pretty sure.
0: Great. Um,
1: I, can, I can
0: look up David Campbell. I, I don't care enough about this. He absolutely crushes the fastest time.
1: Yes, uh, he completes the course with the fastest time of the night. Uh, very happy to see uh, David Campbell back in action. He says he's going to dominate this year. And I believe uh, he, does, he does well. He <laughs> launches right up the spin hopper. Very, very quick up that. And uh did have the fastest time so far at one minute, 35 seconds. Great. Another montage. It's a montage of walk the plankers. Um, first was Christian Brown Johnson, who was too slow on it. Then Charles DeMano Jr., who uh, dismounted too late. And then Victor Chan, who never dismounted. And uh, tried to like flip himself on the bar to try like jump from it or something, but did not work. Almost half the field was taken out by it, so says uh, Zuri.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then we have Brian Burke, the twenty-year-old engineering student, called the
0: Birkinator. He has giant doors. With his face on them. Doors? His house. Did you see this? He's like sitting in this doorway of like what looks like a barn. And on each door on his right and on his left, his face is on them.
1: I did not notice that. <laughs> also, uh,
0: his mom is so cool. She looks like Morticia Adams. <laughs> she dresses so weird.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> so Brian Burke, he is autistic. and uh, And we're going to get some more music. During his package. Yes. The uh, very track. Yes. The the inspiring music. Um, and uh, I was like, Jesus! how much music did they get? <laughs> how much money did they spend on this episode? Uh, he is, goes on the course. He jumps after every single obstacle, which was adorable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Very, very excited after every single obstacle. Uh, he skips the final spin hopper, misses his first warped wall attempt, but makes it up on his second attempt. So he's going to complete the course and once again, bring back the music in his celebration.
0: Yeah. He's adorable I'm very happy for him yeah
1: so they're no two for two when they play licensed <laughs> music in the package they bring it back during the celebration when they complete the course so this is how you read the edit so I'm just saying watch out for it okay we'll see uh, next up another montage starting with Rebecca Bonilla Bonilla uh, the third woman through walk the plank um, it seems like a weird statistic to point out uh, <laughs> tripped up on the diamond dash uh,
0: Shauna ah oh see I heard that I have Shauna na written down there but I just have it written down as Shauna I thought it was Shauna na <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean I, I hope- what's, what's the ruling
1: <laughs> I mean obviously it's a half
0: oh my god right? <laughs> 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 I don't have time
1: for this. <laughs> uh, I think we're two Tushan on us. Yes. Tushan on Bang, uh, Arnold Hernandez uh, is next. He completes the course. He's the fourth one to complete the course. Then Corey McCoy, who's the chainsaw ninja, has a one-handed save on spring forward, but was out on the warped wall. Uh, then we head to Cheyenne Arrington, 24-year-old student cliff diver. Her hometown paradise was hit by the uh, big L.A. fire, I guess, or maybe Mm -hmm. not L.A. fire, California fire. I don't know if it was the same one.
0: Is cliff diving a profession like or is she like a cliff diving instructor?
1: She's a student who was also a cliff diver. Oh, I think. Okay, great. Um, She seemingly had it on walk the plank, but uh, the grip just is not there and she slips right off the bar. Yeah. Next up was Adam Rail. We had an interview with his mom, who's always super nervous. Uh, I thought it was kind of adorable. Zuri ends up hanging out with his mom on the sidelines throughout the whole thing.
0: Yeah. And they mentioned earlier in like a coming up, they were like, Adam Rail is one of the favorites to win it all this year. I was like, that yeah. seems bold. I mean, he's really good. I wouldn't say he's one of the favorites to win it all.
1: They always hype him up, uh, or they have been the last two years. Um, maybe maybe he-
0: if it's uh, if stage three is all wing nuts.
1: And Adam rail has got this. Well, he always, he he's like, he wins ninja like uh, competitions all over the place. Um, Like, I think the, he has the promise. I think the problem is he just has, he's, he's not always uh, like a hundred percent. Yeah. He has has, like little mistakes that he makes Mm -hmm. sometimes. Uh, And we see that here on the course. He's speeding through uh, easily on course for the fastest time of the night, skipping through the spin hopper. And then just like that, he's out, not careful enough on the spin hopper.
0: Yeah, thank God he qualified, because I don't know what his mom would have done. <laughs> she is a mess.
1: Yeah, uh, he seemed very upset. Uh, yeah. And I think my guess here is that he was like, oh, I just lost $10,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have had $10,000. That's All true. That's a lot of money to lose. Up. It is. It's a lot like just like the out of nowhere to just be like, oh, here we go. One more spin hopper and I've got 10000 Oh, mother. Yeah. Uh, but he has made it to city finals
0: but you know what adam rail got today which is priceless me following him on instagram oh my because i was finishing up the skills competition this morning and adam rail was not wearing a shirt and i thought that there might be more of that on his instagram and i was correct there you go so that's truly worth more
1: than ten thousand dollars adam call me yes we have another montage starting with verdale benson who had a bronze star in Afghanistan or or received one um, for his time in Afghanistan. And he battled his way to the fourth obstacle for failing. Uh, Then Jonah Bonner, who was a gondolier in California with a boatload of supporters. He completed the course.
0: I'm happy for the gondolier. (laughs) I'm glad. (laughs) I think that's a cool job.
1: Uh, And then Daniel uh, or Danelle Leva. Uh, who is an Olympic gymnast, very decorated, apparently, uh, completed the course. Great. Then we had Hunter Gerard, the 30-year-old ninja coach, who has come to run with Kyle Soderman. Apparently they're best friends. Who knew?
0: Yeah. Uh, the lizard looks different.
1: I noticed that immediately. I was like,
0: has he lost weight? <laughs> or is something he has like lost cut weight. his hair, maybe?
1: I think he also cut his hair, but I think he also lost weight. They noted he is only 130 pounds. Jeez. So. No wonder
0: he has speed.
1: Yeah, um, but very uh, seeming to uh, d- to do well for him here because the lighter you are, the uh, the easier it can be to uh, to traverse some of these obstacles. And um, so he is going to uh, speed through the course. And uh, although he misses his first warped wall attempt, he is going to beat David Campbell's time by one second. Yeah, through the power of friendship. Yes. Um, so now you got Kyle Soderman. Who's been, uh, I don't, I think this is his debut on American Ninja Warrior proper, right?
0: Probably. I know him, but it could be from Team. Teen, teen.
1: Um, yeah, he was on yeah. Team Ninja with with Hunter, uh-huh. um, and he was on Beastmaster.
0: Oh, I'm, I must have missed that episode along with every other episode. Uh,
1: that's why he, uh, Akbar says, he's had a lot of experience on obstacles.
0: We can't tell you what they are <laughs> legally. Yeah. But just trust us. He's also a professional velociraptor, which yeah. uh, is one of those things that, like, little kids sometimes are like, you know, because kids are stupid. They're like, uh, when I grow up, I want to be a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like, I guess you can. You, you dream big. Yeah, but you have to be able to walk on stilts? Question mark.
1: Yeah, that seems unnecessary.
0: Just be a smaller dinosaur.
1: <laughs> <laughs> are velociraptors raptors really that tall?
0: I don't think so. Jurassic I don't Park know. I, I no. don't know anything about dinosaurs, so please don't tweet me. I don't care about this. Uh, he decides
1: not to go for the fastest time and instead goes for the mega wall. Although he could have, if he made it up on his first attempt, still gotten the fastest time, but he did not. He uh, he is going to fail all three attempts, so he is not going to complete the course.
0: He just didn't want to go against his best friend for the fast pass.
1: Yes. Uh, we got another montage starting with Michaela Fong, who is a competitive hula dancer. Uh, she was a fan in the stands three years ago, but she was out on the first obstacle here.
0: See, that could be you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, then Davion Hancocks, who almost flatlined on the spin hopper, but completed the course. Whoa, is she, is she like a nurse or something? I believe he is like a, an EMT or something. <laughs>
0: This is what happens when I don't write down names.
1: And then Brian Kretch, who barely made it through the diamond dash, but does complete the course,
0: never gets the respect he deserves.
1: Yes. Uh, then we got uh, a montage about how a lot of people wear shirts, talking yeah. about their their names, their ninja their nicknames. names, nicknames, yeah. big dog ninja, you Our know, all of name. these different things. Uh, and so Scott Wilson. Who used to be the chess ninja, because he's a chess instructor.
0: And if you'll recall, I used to have a crush on him, but he is now less cute. And I, re- I regret to report oh. that, but I must. Interesting. What's what's changed? I don't know. He just looks different than how I remember. I think he has longer hair or something, but not in a good way. He's aged a year. <laughs> yeah, or something. He's now 29. Know. He's I, out I, of your re- age range. <laughs> I recall having a crush on him, but then I didn't anymore when I saw him this time. So,
1: Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, well, he's he's got some different things going on in his life. So he is now uh, has on his shirt. His new nickname is the chess teaching gym, owning parkour ninja, educating guy who also jumps out of planes now and might eventually teach that tube or not. Who knows? Ninja.
0: Yeah. And this is the best
1: shirt that we've seen so far. Yes. Uh, Akbar says his name is longer than my name. And then he says his full name.
0: Yeah. We get a rare glimpse of Akbar's middle name. Yeah.
1: Which I did not I remember. It down.
0: It. Yeah. No. <laughs>
1: Um, spring forward. I noticed here uh, as he's going through it sounds really loud, like uh, when it springs. And I, I was wondering, like, uh, I'd be, I think I'd be annoyed if I were in the crowd. Ah, <laughs> stop!
0: It's probably not as annoying as the uh, the bursts of fire at the. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Nothing is as annoying as those. At least those are cool though. I mean, cool in that they will scare the crap out of me every single
1: time. Uh, He goes for the mega wall. He's never hit a buzzer before. He's like a five time vet. Never hit a buzzer before. Um, But uh, but goes for the mega wall anyway. And he makes it up, which freaks Akbar out. Um, (laughs) What? And he's like, you're
0: a rich ninja now. Yeah. Because he made 10K. Yeah. Well, he seems to have a lot of jobs. Maybe he's already rich. There
1: you go. Uh, we then get a walk online montage uh, where they say they changed the walk online system to now it's a lottery.
0: That's stupid. So you should get rewarded for being there longer. I, I guess so. So I,
1: I guess what happens now is that you just you enter your name in the lottery or something along those lines and you don't have to wait.
0: That's just, dumb. The whole thing of the walk online is you got to really want it. I guess so. And <laughs> really. it fosters community.
1: Yes, that's true. It's true. Um, so we get a montage of walk online people. Uh, Greg Schwartz, Angie Olsen, they both failed. But Stephen Barbarito and Austin Seibert both made it to city finals.
0: Great. Is this before or after the really weird
1: Godzilla sponsored content? I probably skipped it. <laughs>
0: thought it was a commercial
1: i guess so all right what was it
0: i don't know they talked about like godzilla is like the biggest ninja of them all or it's something <laughs> you know if you think about it
1: sure <laughs> he's big
0: and uh japanese yeah so there you go there
1: you go we did have kevin bull the 34 year old uh six time competitor five times in vegas he was originally a walk-on yeah and he gets really close to that fast forward, yes, uh very fast up the spin hopper, just two seconds behind David Campbell and Hunter Gerard, uh, but did not go for the mega wall, so uh missed out on on all of it,
0: yeah, but you know still gets the third fastest time.
1: it's true, uh, so that's it for the regular runs. It's time for the power tower. It's gonna be David Campbell versus Hunter Gerard, and uh as they go through this, I was like, it really seems like they're begging for someone to get injured here 40 <laughs> feet above the ground and uh like these like pipes everywhere i'm just imagining somebody falling and then like mangling their leg in one of the, the like pipes on the way down like, to the ground
0: i feel like i really wouldn't be mad at this if the towers if the power tower was just a rope climb it doesn't
1: yeah. really matter to me I mean I do think it's more exciting to see different things and it was interesting to be able or to watch. A spider them. climb. Well, I think having different aspects of it allowed it to be more exciting because we it was it was very close uh, yeah. because uh, you know Hunter took the lead then then David caught up and then uh, then David cut, took the lead and then Hunter managed to just barely edge him out at the end um, and I think that having different parts to the uh, the whole tower uh, allows that to happen whereas uh, typically what you'll see in a single obstacle thing is that once one person takes the lead they're probably going to maintain that lead except uh, except for the m- massive spider climb that we saw in the skills challenge in which case right. uh you know we saw that not be the case <laughs> um, but I, I thought it was fun uh, this was good and I, I'm, I'm willing to bet that they uh they had this episode be the first one because this was the most exciting power tower of the season
0: oh i hope not
1: <laughs> i feel like they do that sometimes where it's like this was a really good one because it was super close it was just like one second apart um and so other ones are going to be a little more spaced out
0: yeah, but that doesn't mean the whole episode is necessarily the most entertaining one. No, no, no. Because we didn't have very many like big stars on this one. I mean, we had Kevin yeah. Bull and Adam Rael, and that was yeah. They're, they're
1: definitely uh, saving some of the big guns for later. Yeah. Uh, So there you go. That was uh, that was our first episode. I I enjoyed it. I, you know, I felt like uh, I felt like there were fewer sob story packages. I felt like this, the packages in general were maybe a little bit cut down, maybe in order to make time for the power tower, which I am totally fine with. Uh, I like the new strategic elements of uh, the qualifying rounds. Uh, There's a lot to like here.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't mind the sob stories ever, um, but I do like more action than package. Yes. So just are good for
1: that. I agree. Uh, so our leaderboard here is uh, Hunter Gerard, David Campbell, Kevin Bull, Danelle Leva, Davion Hancocks, Scott Wilson who went up the mega wall, David Alvarez, Arnold Hernandez, Brian Burke, Brian Kretsch, Jonah Bonner Kyle Soderman, who failed at the mega wall, uh Flip Rodriguez, who failed at the Mega Wall, Rubel Arellano, who failed at the regular warp wall, Hunter Swan, who failed at the mega wall, Corey McCoy, failed at the regular warp wall. Uh, Adam rail who failed at the spin hopper and then uh, all the rest of these failed. At the spin hopper, Seth Rogers, Ben Udy, uh Wesley Silvestri, Noah Garfield, Austin, Seibert, uh Samantha Bush, and then Kevin fish who failed at the diamond dash as well as Rebecca Bonilla, uh, Verdale Ben and Ver- Verdale Benson. And then Lee Cates who failed on the spring forward along with Thomas Coffrin, Anthony trucks and Steven Barbarito. Um, so that was, uh, two women, qualified in the top 30. Samantha Bush and Rebecca Bonilla. Uh, and then the three additional women in the top five women were Emmy Rose, who failed at Spring Forward, Anna Shoemaker, and Tiana Weberly Both Great. failed at Walk the Blank.
0: Go ladies through your weird rule. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: So there you go. I, I, I thought it was good. I'm looking forward to seeing more of uh, of this stuff. Uh, I'm especially looking forward to the city finals where we'll get to see the safety pass stuff in action as well. But uh, I think there's a lot to look forward to this season.
0: Yeah. Where are we going next week? I don't know. Okay. Well, we'll talk about it then wherever it is. I'm going to Scotland next week, but it shouldn't mess up our recording schedule. It shouldn't. Well, I mean, we'll see. I don't know if if Brexit really messes with my flight. <laughs> If, if they Brexit while I'm there.
1: I'm pretty sure Brexit means that uh, your internet is like five days behind.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't think I'll be recording from Scotland. I'm saying I think I'll be back in time. Oh, wow.
1: To, to record on a normal day. It's thing. a fast trip.
0: Uh, oh, no, I'm wrong. Whatever. We'll figure it out. It doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. Well, uh,
1: thank you, everyone, for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the first wrap up of the season uh there's a lot to pack into this one so uh you know hopefully uh you, you enjoyed it but uh i'm sure we'll be more off the rails in future episodes
0: oh that's true we didn't really go on very many tangents it's also that i i have a i have to be at work soon yes So
1: and there was a lot to talk about, about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh there were a few times where i was like i could take this somewhere <laughs>
0: Just We don't need this recap to be an hour long. I mean, two hours long. We want it to be an hour long. Um, If you're new to the podcast, hi. Yes, Um, welcome. Thank you for joining us. You may be here because Taryn has recently rocketed into into a high-profile sphere in the reality TV world. Sure. (laughs) You've gotten so many more Twitter followers since our last season. Really? Oh my god. I hate you. Um, Yeah, whatever. Taryn is kind of famous, but he doesn't care. I am less famous and will happily take all of your Twitter followers uh, since you don't care about them. Um, Yeah, this podcast is fun. Was I on Instagram the last time we spoke? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Really? I've been on Instagram that long. Yeah, you have, um, because I think that I yelled at you on air for giving Caitlin Herman credit for Uh, being your Instagram crew, even though I was really in on the ground floor of this. Yeah. Are you sure that wasn't a Big Brother podcast? Uh, It might have been. I don't know. Well, you said last time we
1: spoke. Uh, Taryn underscore Armstrong. Mm-hmm. There are, there are actually pictures there too.
0: Yeah, there are. And yeah. you're also on Twitter right here.
1: Yep. Armstrong, Taryn.
0: What else is going on with you? You want to plug? Uh, that's basically it. All right.
1: Just hang out. Twitch. I'm on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. Um, big brother's going to be starting up just a couple weeks.
0: Yeah. Um, well you can find me on Instagram at Lita Grand and on Twitter at Lita tweeted and also, I now have a blog like every other person um, that I don't think anybody reads, but it is in order to hold me accountable for writing something new every week. Um, So it's called Drop Dead Culture and you can find it at leaderwrote.wordpress.com Who died? What? Drop Dead. (laughs) My God. (laughs) Goodbye. Um, it's it's supposed, to, it was originally supposed to be about culture, reality, TV being part of that. Um, it has more turned into just personal essays. Um, some of it's about TV. Still about didn't explain alcohol. the drop dead part. It's like the phrase drop dead gorgeous. Okay. Have you heard that? We're
1: like, you're so gorgeous, it kills people.
0: There's a phrase called drop dead gorgeous. This is well, drop
1: dead culture. So is it so culturally it kills people?
0: It's like the tagline is "modest notes on our gorgeous reality." It's like culture is beautiful. It's it's okay. so drop dead culture. It's it's beautiful and gorgeous. culture gorgeous. Yes, nice. Right, I see. And you know, it's it's life through the lens of a beautiful person like me,
1: <laughs> drop dead Lita.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> that's what a lot of people tell me on Twitter. <laughs> that's the
1: hashtag for this episode.
0: No. <laughs> No, I'm going to report you to the CIA. <laughs> That's a death threat. No, it's calling you beautiful. Oh my god. Bye. <laughs> I don't want a bunch of tweets that say drop dead. <laughs>
1: yeah, that seems like it's asking for trouble. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah. Also. it's great. We'd like reading those.
1: Yes. Lita will read them.
0: I will. I don't have any prepared for today. It's it's been a while, um, so I didn't. I forgot to check them. But uh, I will read them if you write a new one.
1: There you go. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We will be back, of course, next week to talk about the next episode of the show, and uh, we'll have some fun. So come yes, hang out. Yeah.
0: definitely. Thank you.
1: All right. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next time good morning everyone
0: i've got a
1: question to ask do you want to be